Great day is Kristen, aka The Inspiring Mind, coming to you live with another episode from the 31 Blessings series called Hey Sis. Our Hey Sis podcast is used to motivate, innovate, and activate the lives of young women daily so that they too can become whole mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Again, my name is Kristen, aka The Inspiring Mind. Now let's get to this blessing. Cosmotics was created on the belief that beautiful, healthy skin can be affordable without sacrificing quality. Here at Cosmotics, we know how important it is to look your best so that you can feel your very best. From dry to oily, sensitive to very sensitive, Cosmotics has products to fit every skin condition, issue, and need. We pride ourselves with giving you the unique ability to customize your very own products for a tailored experience. To order, visit our website at cosmotics.company.site. Great day, you all. I hope that you're doing well this weekend. I hope that you are out and about just getting some fresh air, um, tanning your melanin skin, doing whatever it is that you want to do this weekend instead of consuming your mindset and consuming yourself with work. Now, today is a very special day because I have my sister from another mister who will join me on the podcast speaking about mental health. Now, as we know, July is Minority Mental Health Month, and we just want to make sure that we are talking about some things that trigger us within our mental health, some things that are going on in this world that are triggering us with our mental health, and also ways to overcome and succeed in this thing called mental health and to make sure that you are well balanced each and every day. So joining me on this podcast will be Tabitha Wilson. She is a graduate from North Carolina Central University, as well as Liberty University. But before we get into today's interview on mental health, let's take a quick break and we'll be back. Do you have a story to share? Did you know you can leverage a book to make multiple streams of income? Do you have a business idea that you can't figure out how to get off the ground? I'm here to help. Hi, I'm Felicia a ghostwriter, vision coach, podcaster, and three times author. Through the creative grind, I help aspiring entrepreneurs and authors get their stories out and create a business vision that will effectively generate multiple income streams. Having started from scratch myself, I can understand how difficult it is to start that business or publish that book, and I'm here to help. To learn more about my services, go to www.thecreativesgrind.com. You can also get a copy of my free ebook, Five Secrets to Getting Your Business to Grow at www.imreadytogrind.com. Check out my podcast, Boss in the Making, wherever you listen to your podcast. I want to help you create a business that you're proud of. I want to help you embrace your creative. Is your credit keeping you from living the life you desire? Do you have dreams of owning a home or purchasing a vehicle? Let Operation Credit assist you with improving your credit and getting your finances back on track. Our licensed and bonded credit specialist utilizes our proven client solution, which is driven by a unique strategic plan structured for clients to think, plan, and achieve greater results. With our personalized program, you'll receive unlimited customized disputes, 
24-7 client portal access, savings and budget assistance, coaching and credit building techniques, all proven to increase your score in no time. At Operation Credit, we offer a money-back guarantee with no contract obligation. Take control of your credit today. Call 910-863-1822 or visit us on the web at OPSCredit.com to get started on your new life. Operation Credit. Don't allow bad credit to hold you hostage any longer. Hey, sis. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Thank you for joining me on our 31 Blessings podcast show today. And I just want to talk about just our journey through school as well as, you know, just our own mental health today. So a brief story about me and Tabitha. We both graduated from Liberty University. Of course, our graduate studies began in 2012. I, I think for both of us, correct? Right, right. Yeah, for 2012. And then um, we were public health majors at one point in time, and then we changed our, our, our um, what do you call it, our majors so many times throughout school, and then we finally just graduated with professional counseling. Right. So we finally <laughs> got through the entire process after all those changes. Um, but we met in 2012, and for me, 2012 was a year that, I struggled with a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was diagnosed with cancer that year. I did have a dear friend pass um, the day after my birthday that year. And it was just so much going on. But throughout the process, I can say that Tabitha was there. She's not only my study buddy, but she was also my therapist in, in the time being of everything that was going on in her life as well as transitions. So this is my sister from another Mr. Tabitha. Hello. Hello. <laughs> But that, that is our background with each other. But um, we come to you today because of just the question that we had amongst each other. You know, um, we have been trying to study for this exam that we both need to take. And we realized that, you know, it's time to do it. And um, we just realized how school has kind of affected our mental health during the process. Now, we've been out of school for about how many years now? Well, four years, four, yeah. Four, four years, three to four years for both um, Tabitha and I. And, you know, we're discussing some things that have really kind of traumatized us. So, conversation about that. But, um, Tabitha, what is your overall definition of mental health? Let's see. Well, to me, it's a, it's a state of well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that if you're not mentally healthy, then mm-hmm. eventually it will lead to disease or physical illness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's where it starts. Like get your mind right, make sure you're healthy in that aspect so that you can live a healthy life, disease-free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you say get your mind right, can you break that down for us? Uh, yeah, just uh, to me, it would be just focusing on things that make you happy um eliminating any type of stress or stressors mm-hmm. like things that trigger um anxiety um because we you know we all have to deal with it we all go through some point of our life where you know we are hurt or we you know experience death or mm-hmm. you know that that's gonna happen but right. you have to find ways to cope 
and mm-hmm. to me getting your mind right is to either you know speak to a professional or you know speak to a friend like you know mm-hmm. we speak to each other um, right. be transparent just let them know you know exactly what your deepest thoughts are and process mm-hmm. those thoughts and heal from them and it might take mm-hmm. a while but just continue to talk about it don't internalize it because again that mm-hmm. can lead to sickness right 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 now i know that um when i grew up i was really taught to internalize a lot of stuff um we really never talked about how we felt (laughs) um growing up it was like you know yeah you might feel like this but get over it and move forward you know did you live a life like that as well i did i did um i didn't cry a lot you know it was like don't Mm -hmm. cry because that was a sign of weakness um really couldn't voice what you felt especially to your parents because that was talking right. back right um right. so you know it, it's different i mean i'm, I'm a, a different parent but mm-hmm. i think you know the times have changed so i allow you know my daughter to express herself and mm-hmm. you know if something's not um sitting well with her like exactly what are you feeling mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. you know my husband he's more of a you know more strict he's still more, he's more like his parents if she says right. something back is talking back so it's, right. it's a it's a difference so it just depends on your i guess your the way you were raised yeah, yeah. cultural upbringing right. I, I surely agree because you know i mean in african-american households majority of us grew up like that right I mean, that's just what it was um and you know our parents were probably uh treated the same way mm-hmm. I'm not saying that this is bad but this is something that's been embedded in our culture that just passes along the way so exactly um it's up for us you know to i guess i won't say break these generational curses but let's just say break these generational curses and find other right. ways to communicate with our family members as well as our children so i do agree with you on that now i know you have mentioned that you know you not being mentally stable can cause particular diseases and things like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever went through anything of oh, that nature? Oh, yes. I am a cancer survivor. I was diagnosed yes. with cancer. Cancer, cancer survivor. Free. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, diagnosed with lupus about mm-hmm. 10 years before that. It was right after I had, well, no, no, it wasn't 10 years, maybe six years before that. Right after I had my daughter. Um, I, you know, started experiencing um, joint pain and it was a very stressful time to, you know, for me during that time. So mm-hmm. I'll point it back to stress and, mm-hmm. you know, that that's all because the kidney cancer, you know, the doctors were like, this is a disease that 70 year old white men have, you know, it wasn't, you know, common in 30 year old black women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we ruled out, um, family history and all that so it was just all I could point to was stress so wow. yeah yeah so do you think that most cancer probably is uh probably starts with stress um I, I mean I can't say that for sure but I do know if your body is like alkaline and you you're you don't have any inflammation mm-hmm. I'll probably have stress you know like cancer cells but if right. your body is um, alkaline, it can fight those cells. It can mm-hmm. heal them. It can get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Inflammation from your body, which comes from stress, then those cells grow. 
Mm. Wow. So, so wow. Stress is, you know, it's it's a killer. It's they call it the silent killer. And it can affect mm. you know, like any yeah. within the kidney. But people have mm-hmm. a, you know, yep. there, mm-hmm. there are different ways that stress can get you. Wow. Wow. And you were thirty three at the time all right. of this occurred. Right. That's very young, very, very young. And yeah. for the doctors to say that this is not a um, disease that's found in someone that's black and this young is right. like eye opening right now, you know? Exactly. Um, wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure we're all going through it, especially with everything that's going on in the world. But I know me and you had a conversation as of last week how our mental health was affected through grad school. Mm-hmm. You know, how did it affect you? Wow. Um, it was very stressful for me. Um, I was unemployed and actively searching for work. I was also, mm-hmm. uh, well, in 2013, a year later, I was grieving the loss of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I was depressed. And I wasn't mentally prepared for that intensive, you know, study or our um, schedule of being a graduate student. So mm-hmm. um, I, I can remember procrastinating or mm-hmm. all day, but I had to right. do my work. So mm-hmm. I, I can remember like spending a whole day um, mm-hmm. doing work that was due that night, sitting at my computer, mm-hmm. 10 hours straight. Um, chest tight mm-hmm. just like oh but I gotta get it done I gotta submit it at 11.59 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. had even gone to the ER on a couple of occasions where the palpitations made me think like I was having a heart attack mm. um, so I'll find out that nothing was wrong with my heart and it was all again it was stress related wow I was just wow. stressing myself out because I didn't have you know that structure or you know, hadn't healed from previous stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that stuff kind of adds up. Well, I can most certainly say that I <laughs> went through the same things, and um, I know you can attest <laughs> oh, yeah. to that. You know, I mean, I'm writing 35-page papers in one night, starting from 7 o'clock in the morning and finishing at 11.59. That's when it's due. Right. Um, <laughs> and then have the nerve to call you and cry about it, and I can't do this. I remember just the, I think it was a couple days before graduation for me, and I was like, I quit. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, I can't do this. <laughs> so, you know, some of that stress I brought upon myself because, one, I didn't want to read the book to do a book review. I mean, yeah, I didn't have time because who has time to work full-time and go to school full-time? Who exactly. does? Right. Um, and then deal with life. So, who does? Um, and then, secondly, you know, in grad school and then working your job full time as I was at the bank full time and then still trying to get a grasp on just having that self-care was just so hard for me mm-hmm. so hard you know being busy I, and I use that excuse a lot um to where yeah. now I've even pulled it over to my life now and I'm no longer in school and right. it's I don't like living like this yeah <laughs> I don't yeah uh, mm-hmm. it, it's just oh I, I just hate, I hate even thinking about it. I hate talking about it because it makes me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing that I did mention to you, you know, the other day is they teach us how to go to school to 
read about being a therapist, mm-hmm. but coming into the real world, we're not really properly not prepared. prepared. Right. Right. You know, um, even like with taking the exam, anybody can go in there and take an exam, pass with flying colors or get a degree at, a, at two years, four years, or however long it took you to get your degree mm-hmm. and still be a horrible therapist. Right. You know, so I, I just wish we had real world application when it came to school mm-hmm. instead of writing <laughs> 30 papers. page papers didn't make no sense. Right. Yeah, we're great writers. That's, that's not our problem. I, that's how I learned. I knew how I, I could write a book. I could prepare oh, yeah. a book. That's, that's what I do out of grad school, okay? I knew how to research and write. Research. I mean, if I didn't learn anything ever. But yes. Um, so some of those things that triggered you during grad school, you said about three years ago, you completed it. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself dealing with that um, struggle today? Oh, yes. Life? Oh, yes. Um, I feel like I was so stressed in grad school that, you know, the burnout is what kept me from taking that exam right away. Mm-hmm. Um, like to this day, I still get anxious. Like even on our study days, I'm like, right. Kristen, I can't do this. You know, like, right. let's, let's do it next week. It's, it's almost like a, of mm-hmm. having to, you know, deal with it because it triggers all of the emotions that we felt while we were in school. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, all, all that, those heart, all those health issues that we had because, right. you know, we, we wanted to get it done, but at the same time, it was just overwhelming. So mm-hmm. even to this day, like I said, I still experience anxiety, even when I'm mm-hmm. not even doing anything. Mm-hmm. It can it can trigger, you know, mm-hmm. anxious. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I don't think I developed this until grad school. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. And I don't know if it was because it's online learning versus actually sitting in a classroom because I, I wasn't like this undergrad. Yeah, me either. Hmm. Me either. Like I can remember like occasionally having a panic attack or you occasionally. Know, yeah, right. but not to this point. Not not no. to the point where your chest is tight and you like right. trying to catch your breath. But yeah, it it's, it was definitely overwhelming to to have all of these assignments do online you, you wrote mm-hmm. you wrote so much like yes and I think and we really didn't have any type of interaction with the teacher so I do think that mm-hmm. that was a big big difference that mm. role and um yeah that that is a and let's point. talk about that because you talk about interaction now I speak for myself I'm an introvert but I'm an introvert with extrovert tendencies. Right. So even during this pandemic time, I'm okay with being by myself. But mm-hmm. then I get those urges to where it's like, I got to see somebody. I have to go yeah. do something because I'm about to lose it. You know? right. <laughs> do you right. feel the same way? Girl, now I'm a different type of introvert. I, okay. um, I can actually stay in the house. And I guess because I have my daughter, my doggie, and my husband here, mm-hmm. I, I interact with um, but there are times where I even want to just close off from them, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and kind of shut down. But yeah, the pandemic, um, as far as us locked down and staying in and not going to social activities and like, I miss it to a certain extent, right. but because right. I'm not, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like, I, again, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. have to do it. You don't have to. Yeah. Okay. I can find peace and joy right here. 
under my roof and be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that to a certain extent, but then it's like, okay, I've been stuck in this house and I don't like being in the house. I like being outside, especially yeah. just sunny outside. That's one thing I struggled with in school. You know, we're sitting here looking at a laptop, typing papers. If it was sunny outside, it was like almost. I had ADHD. Right. Cause you oh, I want to go play outside today. Yeah. You know, tomorrow I'll put myself on punishment and sit down and do this paper. Right. <laughs> so, um, I have to have that that extrovert part of my life fulfilled for that moment. Then I'm like, okay, I'm good. I can yeah. go home now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what approaches are you taking to overcome your matters of anxiety? Um, being so busy or any other things that you may be going through? Well, um, right before the pandemic, I became a part of this healing group um, where she teaches us the importance of like putting the right things in our body uh, from the foods to like supplements and Mm -hmm. also um, self-regulating through meditation. So she teaches us, you know, like meditation exercises, um, the importance of aromatherapy, um, yoga, like anything that will relax us when we are triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the, the eating and, you know, the drinking water, all of that is important, but the relaxing of the mind and just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, being at peace with anything. Cause again, like I said, stressful stuff is going to happen, but you have to be, you like, you have to know how to avoid it. Well, not avoid mm-hmm. it, but deal with it. Just manage it. Right, yeah. right. So, yeah. so these exercises mm-hmm. um, that we learn, and it's an ongoing class. It's, um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been in it um, since February. Mm-hmm. Um, and But as long as she has the class, I'm a, I will always be a part of it. So mm-hmm. I'm learning, and, and um, we have this whole community where we just feed off of each other's successes and um, even our downfalls, like when we spiral and, and fall off. We have other. We have these women and men encouraging us to get back on board and the importance of getting healthy, and just again being at peace. Mm. Mm, I see. I see. So, are these classes online, or are they on Facebook, Zoom, or? Uh, she sets it up as a Zoom. Okay. And I can okay. give you the link if, if you want to share her. Well, actually, her um, page if you're interested in joining her next class. So okay. she has like an Instagram um, where I can give you that information. What's her Instagram name? It's A A L A Care C A R E. Okay, Allah Care on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, and she does she does meditations, yoga, and other well, things. Well, she, she does. Yeah, she tells us about the importance of uh, meditation, eating healthy, okay. and taking the right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, with you taking these courses with her, how has it helped you thus far? Wow. Um, Very helpful. Because, again, Mm -hmm. we're in probably the most stressful time ever in our lives with the pandemic. Um, So, there are times where I'm sitting at this computer and um, I I just get overwhelmed. Maybe my, you know, supervisor said something I don't like or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I start feeling some, I feel uneasy. Mm -hmm us that you know we need to write those thoughts down first of all and when mm. they happen immediately like you know remove yourself if you can just kind of away and then go do some breathing exercises and, mm-hmm. and that way your body is not in that 
um, fight or flight mm-hmm. where, you know, like, cause really we're not being attacked for our body to be in that anxiety at, at that anxiety level. So we mm-hmm. immediately need to move ourselves from it and calm down and just you know, mm-hmm. go back to work without being stressed. Mm-hmm. So she teaches us at any moment during the day, if you're stressed, it's important to separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's crazy I, because we we know we know these things, you know, mm-hmm. we know these things, but we don't apply them. <laughs> right. I just I I don't know, and I'm speaking for myself as well. We know these things. We know we don't need to be stressed. We know that when we're stressed, we need to walk away from the computer or anything mm-hmm. that's stressing us. But yet, we tend to still sit in front of a laptop. Right. I don't understand. And it's because our body is programmed. Mm. Say that way. Mm. Like we really mm-hmm. have to deprogram ourselves from um thinking because it's like our body wants to feel that tension mm. because mm. we're so used to doing it. Mm-hmm. We're so used to reacting in a certain way. We're so used to getting mad and you know. Right. So yeah. And really- one thing I did learn in therapy, you know, I had to unlearn to be able to learn again. Mm-hmm. And I believe they taught us that in school as well. You know, yeah. you can't go in there in therapy background. We're going to seek a therapist. We can't go in there and say, oh, I know what she's about to do. Right. I know you're about to diagnose me with this. I know this. I know myself better than you know yourself. You know, we really had to go in there with nothing on our minds. We are the clients. Right. Period. <laughs> going in there to get some help so that we become you know, better therapists. And, you know, like they always told us, my godmother always tells us, tells me or anybody else, you know, if your therapist does not have a therapist, you need to run. Exactly. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I'm a little uncertain sitting down with you and talking with you. You know, your life is just peaches and cream and nothing ever happens. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you mentioned that you have a group of women that you know you you do meet up with from time to time on the Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, how how important is it to um, speak with someone when your mental health is declining? Oh wow, it's very important. Um, you know, whether it's a community of people, um, whether it's mm-hmm. a friend, family member, or professional. Um, it's important mm-hmm. not to go through any any type of stress alone because um, some people can't cope with just the pandemic as a whole like freaking right, out right. they're afraid that they're mm-hmm. going to catch the disease they're uh, mm-hmm. not to mention the ones that have actually lost loved ones to it like right. they're, they're experiencing grief and fear and mm-hmm. so yeah it's very important definitely find someone even like I said if, it's, if you don't trust a, a family member or friend mm-hmm. um, definitely do some research yeah. and find somebody that'll help you mm-hmm. yeah I know a lot of they're doing a lot of um, what do they call it I think telehealth mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Um, to where you can have a therapy session over the right. over the computer, yeah. maybe Zoom or some other kind of um, digital platform that they're using now. So, you know, but absolutely, I believe either finding a friend, confiding in a friend, but if you don't want to confide in a friend, at least go and seek some help from a therapist. Mm-hmm. And there's a, also nonprofit organizations and churches yeah. out here that do some things too. So, and do it for free at right. that. Um, 
So yes, I, I do. I do believe in that. Now let's talk about balance. Okay. So often I come to you and I am unbalanced. <laughs> this is unbalanced. Okay. You have to get this to a point where Kristen, you're doing too much. <laughs> I think you're doing this. I mean, you're my therapist when it comes to balance because I'm all over the place. I've been all over the place for almost all my life, but you know me, you know, but I do get it done, yeah, you but I'm just all over the place. And, you know, what does balance look like for you being a wife, a mother, uh, working from home and any other roles that you have taken on? Hmm. Well, I haven't always been a person that liked schedules and structure, even with the daughter and the husband. I was a go mm-hmm. with the flow type of person. And I'm finding mm-hmm. that these days, structure is very important. So I have a daily checklist, whether it's dealing mm-hmm. with you know my family life and definitely with my job. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also have a list of short-term goals and long-term goals that I mm-hmm. you know the year, and periodically I go back and check that off. Mm-hmm. Um, so that keeps me in line and um, keeping a journal. Um, okay, that helps balance me because I see my growth. Like when I look back, um, it, like down to what I eat, and the exercise. Like you write that stuff down, and then you notice. Oh, during this time, or even like your illness, if you're aching and your knee Mm -hmm. and you start doing something differently, you can go like, oh, okay, this is what I did for so and so many days. And, you know, it's good to kind of keep track of that so you can see your progress. Mm -hmm. Okay. So structured environments are working better for you now, but sometimes I wish we can change bodies sometime because I'm a structured type of person, like. This is going to happen at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay. Um, right. Now you throw in something, a monkey wrench, a free flow monkey wrench, and I'm like, hold up, that wasn't in the schedule. Right. right. <laughs> you got to get and on that the schedule. Can be stressful. And I think that's why I kind of I, I didn't like structure because I would get stressed out the second one thing didn't happen the way I wanted to. So I found mm. myself just like, okay, tap it to avoid like being stressed out. Just go with the flow. Like definitely don't don't do stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right. But you know, keep functioning but stress if it don't work out. If it doesn't work out. So yeah, I mean it is very important, but it's also mm-hmm. important that you stress yourself out if one thing didn't go like you wanted it to. And those are some words that I have to take for myself because this is very structured over mm-hmm. here. I mean, but I come from a structured environment. Right. Um, right. Just growing up military, everything was structured. Right. So um, 1300, 1400, you know, you're doing this, mm-hmm. you're doing that, you're doing this. You know, <laughs> I just grew up in a household like that. So therefore, that's how I grew up. Not saying it was the worst case in the, in the world, but, you know, I've taken those those things from childhood and implemented to my adulthood, which is not a bad mm-hmm. thing, but it drives me crazy sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when new things try to come into my life, and it's like because I don't know what that looks like later on in life, I don't know if I want to try. Right. You know, and that's not a good thing either. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just 
so crazy. A lot of people want the structure that I have so they can be more together. But then I'm like, well, I want the free flowing <laughs> life that you have because I'm so structured. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, yeah. no, uh-uh. <laughs> and it, it's a work in progress. It is. It right. is. You got uh-huh. balance between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some things that I can probably implement in my day to develop some type of balance? Well, let's see. Um, I try to start my day off, and, and I know you do too, um, with prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm implementing um, more meditation. Um, okay. But before I even do that, I have to like get out of bed because I'm used to like praying. As soon as I open my eyes, I say a prayer. Um, but the meditation is so it can be so relaxing to where you might drift right back to sleep and you don't want mm-hmm. that. So it's important to like, you know, get up, go to another right. section of your house or, you know, in the bathroom or somewhere and kind of seclude yourself and, and meditate. Um, and when you pick up mm-hmm. your phone, like I struggle with this, um, don't go to social media. Um, just mm-hmm. go to your app. If you have like a, a meditation app, download it. Um, find a, you know, meditation, a guided meditation. Start your day. Five minutes. Doesn't have to be long. Um, just to, you know, get you in the right mindset to start your day and start doing whatever task you have. Um, another thing I do, um, like I said, I'm, I, I do my checklist. So I review that. And um, just, you know, just stay on, on schedule, refresh my memory of what I said I was going to do the night before and get it done. Like that, those are uh-huh. the main things. So I'm writing stuff down. It's very important. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, like I said earlier, throughout the day, if anything happens that, you know, triggers some type of anxiety or makes you mad, um, Find a, a point you can, you know, just kind of self regulate. That's a, the only thing I can say. Um, it's important, mm-hmm. um, so so you don't get off schedule or off track. Right. Because one thing can ruin your day. Oh, one yes. thing. Yes, sir. Like I had a review, <laughs> and my manager said one thing, and I know my review wasn't bad, but that one mm-hmm. thing she said. Up. and I'm like how dare you do you know how much I'm working how hard I'm right and you know mm-hmm. so I really had to like read out um, mm-hmm. that energy mm-hmm. and you know try to think of something else my entire day because that one thing could have messed up my whole schedule everything I had planned to do I could just be like bump it you know mm-hmm. I don't want to do it anymore because she messed up my day so don't allow that to happen yeah and then that can lead to some underlying things too, you know. Um, you, as everybody else, is going through this pandemic as well, right? So, <laughs> I'm working during this pandemic. You know, I'm spending so much time on this computer, doing the best that I can during this time. And then for you to give me a review that's not really pleasing mm-hmm. to me can really trigger yes. other things, you yes. know. And then before you know it, you could be taking some of that bad energy in, in into your own house right with other people in your household. Exactly. And they haven't even done nothing to right. you. Right. So oh gosh, yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Um I know we talked about the other day and we did refer me to the calming app in which, you know, I started the I think I started the other night. Um 
and I told you how my mind just constantly races throughout the night just with ideas of business and what's next and just I don't know sometimes I try to plan my whole entire life it don't work like that <laughs> I don't know when I'm gonna grasp the concept of it fully 100% but yeah <laughs> but you know I sat on that calming app and I like sound soothing sounds such as ocean waves um rain water um and there's some other some other sounds on that particular app but when I did listen to that it calmed my body I still was in a state of anxiety of you know just thinking 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 and you know I think they call that REM sleeping mm-hmm. where you're sleeping but you're not really exactly. sleeping because your mind is still right. going um but when I cut on that music I was able to um, just calm myself. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, you know, I'm a business owner. So it's like business is 24-7 in my life, mm-hmm. you know. And I normally look at my phone and look at emails. I stopped doing Good. that. You know, I, I, rushed through, I used to rush through a prayer and then hurry up and right. get emails. Right. And I'm like, no. I set aside 30 minutes in which I took 10 minutes to write. You know, five minutes to meditate, and the rest I read the word. Mm-hmm. You know, and it felt like it was the longest thirty minutes ever. <laughs> don't get wrong. You read the you read the work. <laughs> I was ready to work, yes. yeah. But I realized I rushed my day so much to where I'm not giving time to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving time to God, and all my time is to worldly things, right? Work, people, and anything else. Social media. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> know to worldly things and then I'm wondering why I'm so drained and consumed at the end of my day so you know I've been trying to just implement new things into my life now and August 1st is going to be well I've already started but August 1st you know I'm really excited because you know I have some things written down I have some goals written down and I have to redirect my Mm -hmm. focus and so I'm super excited about that. And if that even means for me stepping away from business or stepping away from whatever it is that has consumed me, you know, that's just what right. it is. And I have to be okay with that. Um, and another thing, just trusting God. Exactly. Trusting God fully, you know, that he's going to supply all of my needs, even though I'm not in my business 100%. Right. Um, because, you know, there, there's different aspects of our lives and we can't be everywhere. Right and do everything and that's one thing that i'm learning daily so yes 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 very true yes well as an advocate for mental health you know what is one piece of advice that you would like to share with the world well self-care i know you swear by it (laughs) (laughs) self-care is so important um prayer meditation key factors uh, if you need therapy, do your research. Find someone who is the right fit for you. Don't think you can do it by yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Get pampered, whether you're doing mm-hmm. it yourself or you're going to. If you're not going to a salon just yet, um, they have so many do-it-yourself kits out there. Do it yourself. Just kind of escape. Get you a bubble bath. Get you a glass of wine. Something. Um, mm-hmm. And put your healthy foods in, drink your water, move your body in some form of exercise. And that's it. Like your Mm -hmm. mind and your body will thank you if you do those things. Mm -hmm. Self-care, you guys, Mm -hmm. you know, they have to do it yourself, kids. 
you have the outdoors, which is not going oh, anywhere. Yeah. Take exercise, go mm-hmm. get some fresh air. Of course, do your social distancing if you know you have to do that outside. Right. <laughs> but yes, take some time for you and just walk away from whatever you need to walk away from just to get some time for yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Self-care. I'm going to practice that. I'm going to hold you accountable for it. You're going to hold me oh, accountable yeah. for it. And we're going to do great. <laughs> <laughs> well, sis, I thank you for joining me on the podcast today, talking about mental health and just giving us some tools and tips that will help us become better. You are so welcome. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I love, love you. you too.